Dr. Fauci's a smart guy. In fact, if you don't believe me, just ask him. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> Six minutes after nine. Was that Jordan or Cruz? Jordan? Jim Jordan? <laughs> I, I gotta, I'm going to talk about the Fauci thing here in a second. Sean, I'm back uh, from a day off. Thanks to uh, my brother Trey for uh, minding the store. While I laid around in bed all day, writhing in intestinal pain. No, it wasn't that bad. Little uh, case of uh, diverticulitis. Uh, 210-599-5555. So the fifth worst in the, in the country for people, like, stealing your packages on your front porch. I think that's what I just heard Don Morgan reporting. You know, I, I don't really worry about it because... And maybe you could see this coming. Like the only thing we ever order at my house are my own books. So if if somebody steals them, they're just stealing copies of my books, and that's cool because that spreads the word a little bit more. I don't make any damn money off them anyway. So you know they steal my books, and you know I don't know what they do with them after that. But does that explain about half of the orders that you make? You're hoping that they'll steal them. Maybe, maybe I leave them out there for like three or four days. Can I be honest with you though? When it comes to the because we do get we actually do get a lot of crap delivered to, to our house because we get a lot of household stuff online. We all order crap online all the time. I'm, I'm going to admit this on 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 national or not national radio on San Antonio radio. I'm going to admit, admit this to the entire city. I don't, I don't know if my wife's listening or not, but I'm that guy that if it, when I get home. If if I don't feel like lifting something, I'll I'll just leave the package on the porch and go inside, and act like it wasn't there when I got there. Well, you have a condition. You, you have a condition. You can't be serious. <laughs> you walk by the package. Yeah, yeah, I will. And leave it there for your wife, who is all of five foot two, and you expect her. She's little tiny lady. It depends. And on... you expect her to carry these packages I get a into the house because your lazy ass well, this doesn't want to bend up. over. Well, just, it, it depends up. on what kind of oh, mood I'm in when I get home. God, in order to yeah. get you to actually do something with it, maybe it needs to have gobs of chicken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't even go there. It's got a piece of fried chicken attached oh, to the stop side. It. That stop way it. you'll pick it up. Boy, you guys, you're, you're so cruel. You're so cruel. Hey, I'm not the one leaving packages on the I front step for condition. my wife to pick up. I got a condition. Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Man, <laughs> just disgusting. I've finally managed to disgust even Don Morgan. Um, let's talk. I, I don't know if I'm disgusted or just plain disappointed. <laughs> I have done that. I have done that where I just walk right by it. Wow, it doesn't matter. We just just if you just don't want to bend over. Right, you walk right by, walk it. right by it, and right. go inside and act like I didn't see it. Oh my God, that's terrible. Two one zero five. You know, Santa's watching you. <laughs> sticks and coal, coal you and know, sticks. And what's going to happen is Santa's going to come to your house. Everybody else's gifts going to be placed lovingly <laughs> under the tree. Yours are going to be on the front step. <laughs> so you have to go outside in your jammies, bend your big butt over, pick them up, <laughs> and carry them inside, and I, do I, this the entire. Oh, I got some oh, new slippers. Oh, this is so heavy. Oh, I hope I got some underwear. Oh, what is this thing? Oh, why does it hurt? Oh. <laughs> Taking your calls. Do I suck? 210 Well, here's somebody. It's not do you. It's how much. Hey, how much? All right. What level of suck has Rima achieved today? <laughs> <laughs> what level of suck? Are you at Dyson level? <laughs> oh, my God. The suckage doesn't stop. The stuckage, right. suckage doesn't yeah, stop. He's reached Dyson level suckage. I am a <laughs> lazy, lazy man. Dyson level. <laughs> okay. 210-599-5555. Let's talk about somebody else who sucks. Uh, Dr. Fauci, a little booger. I just, you know, I saw this yesterday with Deucey, and I heard the question come out of Deucey's mouth. The, do we still have that audio? The initial question about people, you know, restrict, travel restrictions, people getting tested within 24 hours of uh, of coming into this country. 
Yeah, go ahead. Dr. Fauci, as you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country, does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new, uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. But well, what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? Yeah, no, but that's a different issue. For example, when you talk, are we still... That's a different... But see, he is the highest paid government official in this country. Uh, he runs, you know, the National Institutes for Health. I mean, I mean that, that he's supposed to be one of the smartest guys in this country, right? Right? We, when you heard Ducey ask the first question, does that mean everybody? Did you not know what the follow-up was going to be when he asked the first question? Because he said it. He said, does that mean everybody? And to make it even worse, I mean, why didn't Fauci see it? I saw it coming. Why didn't Fauci see it? My dumbass saw it. I was like, well, he's going to ask about the border. The next follow-up questions. And what makes it worse, Chris, right, is that Fauci is emphatic. Yes. Does that mean everybody has to get tested? Yes. And then you could see when he said yes. Deucer was wearing a mask, man, but I could see it in his eyes. Oh, man, I got you. You are so stupid. Yes. And then uh, he asked about, well, does that include people not coming in on planes, like the migrants coming? And, and Fauci had this look in his eye. If you've seen the video, he did sort of a half eye roll, like, oh, dear. And I don't know if that that's a different issue. I don't know if the eye roll meant that. He knew that Ducey just played him like a total dumbass. Or if he's truly that arrogant that he actually does think they're different issues. I don't know. But, baby, I, I saw that coming, man. Why didn't this one of the smartest guys in the country see that coming? So, you know, that's where we are. So if, you, if you're coming in on an airplane, man, you better get a swab up your schnoz. Within 24 hours, or you got to quarantine for seven days, or maybe we won't let your ass in or whatever. Or you could just catch a plane down to the border and skip across the river. You can do it that way. Then no worries. This is what invalidates a lot of what they have to say about the, the coroners uh, in, in general, yes? Because we're, we're, we're shutting down our border with pretty much everybody right now, and the folks in South Africa are going, huh? It's... There's barely any symptoms, man. It's We've had no hospitalizations. Trump was a racist for shutting down the borders with China and, and Europe. And they're, they're basically, they basically we're, 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 we're isolating South Africa and the neighboring countries. And they're like, they're, we're, there's nothing, it's not a problem, man. They shut down, i got to look at a map here, because they shut down... Uh, I believe, travel from Mozambique. Uh, let's see here, Africa. I know you guys love it when I search crap on the radio. It's such thrilling broadcasting. But they, they I believe they shut down the borders with a country that doesn't even border South Africa. Let's take a look here. Let's bring this puppy up here, shall we? 210-599-5555. 210 so let's see. No, it wasn't Mozambique. It was uh, it was some country that didn't doesn't even have a border with South Africa, like Tanzania or something like that. So they they they're going nuts. It's about cheating. Now I'll get into that a little bit more here in a second. Here's David. David, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Well, I find the entire situation hilarious, and there's the obvious comments about the illegal crossings. I'm wondering also. What about people who just legally drive across the border? Right, because people go back and forth across the border all the time, right? They're not tracking all the entries like they do at an airport. No, they're not. How do they plan on implementing this? I have no idea. (laughs) But that's a different issue. 
the illegal crossings a completely different thing. But what about the legal crossings? No, 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 no. Don't bring that up. That's a different issue. But damn it, if you're coming here on an airplane. Can you believe how stupid well, he know, was? COVID only lives on airplanes. I guess so. And uh, small businesses. That's right. It avoids uh, cars and buses. Maybe trains, too. I'm not sure. COVID can't swim, so it, 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 it drowns in the Rio Grande. So, you know, they don't have to worry about those people that were busing across the country in the middle of the night. So, anyway, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's madness. I, I got to take a break. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back 22 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. This is Jaime. Jaime, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, man. Hey, so, no, well, y'all didn't hear the news that came out recently was that the NIH is working closely with the drug cartels and they're implementing a COVID test to all the people crossing the southern border. So I don't know if y'all. Did that. you believe it that? On, it, it came on CNN. Oh, okay. Well, it must be true. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> working with the, the cart. We're working closely with the cartels <laughs> to make sure that they're testing everybody who wears a bracelet. Peter Ducey, you didn't know that, did you? Andy Cooper knew that. I'm science. <laughs> I am the face of science. How dare you ask me a question? I just I keep going back. I can't believe how stupid he was. He just walked right into that, man. Oh, and uh, Lizzo, who I don't know much about except she sings and she's hefty. I guess she does have a pretty good voice. My, my kid likes her. She's uh, doing ass art now at this point. She uh, She... <laughs> Why do I bother writing poems? She she hoists her skirt up there and she puts paint on her big butt and then she sits on a canvas with the paint on her butt and then when she gets up, you know, that's that's a million dollar painting right there of her butt cheeks. Chris, why are you looking at me like you're shocked? This is a true thing. She is going to be participating. Well, <laughs> is this is it canvas in quotes? You know, she sits on a canvas. I, it's got to be artboard. Because a canvas, like, not, is it well, car hood. Or... <laughs> well, having done a little painting myself, <laughs> bus bench, bus bench. It's got to be some kind of solid. It can't be a canvas. Girder. Yeah. I, girder. No, because there's there's a thing that I, I used to I used to paint on artboard. It's or canvas board. It's it's a it's an actual like it's got a clay base and it's solid. And they put the uh gesso over top of it, you know, and all that, and that's what I paint on when I paint. I can't believe she's using a canvas because she would just bust the staples out of that thing, you know what I mean? I'm just over the stretching. What do you think about that? The ass art. Is that something that's yeah. going to be on a chair or something that she's found around the house? Or... Well, she showed up on the, on the, I have a picture. An old church pew that she found <laughs> in an antique store. <laughs> Piece of particle those, board. Those are pretty solid. They yeah. have to be. Sheet rock. <laughs> no. no, she could bust through some sheetrock. Then it'd be a 3D painting. Sheetrock. Sheet but she's you got a pi- did. she's got a picture of herself with the paint on her butt on her ass. So this is pre-art. But yeah, well, she's like showing you her ass with the paint dripping off it. Sure, it's paint. And had it been a little different color, it would have looked like me yesterday. <laughs> I'm just saying, is this what we have come to now? Apparently so. Just because she's freaking famous, she can sit her naked big ass on a on a on something on some surface and have a showing at an art festival in California. I hate everything, man. How does she sign it? I don't want to know. 
drip dry? I, I don't, I don't want to know. know. Maybe it's just a big pen. How'd she hold it? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I really don't want to know how she signs it. And is it a roller? Is it? I don't. I don't know if she she sits in paint. She doesn't. I don't think she rolls it on her ass. Judging from the picture that I'm looking at right now, Chris, I'm assuming she sits in paint. Because I don't see, it's not a, it's not a, uh, there are no even edges to this, like a, with a roller, per se. So I think she sli- she slops her fat ass down into a bunch of paint. Now, I wonder if she has an assistant press it up against her ass, or if she literally sits on it. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Art is dead in America, man. It's just dead, man. We're doomed. Hey, Steve, how do you feel about ass art? <laughs> I, I, I think that about says it all. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, God. What did you actually call to talk about, dude? <laughs> I was calling about Fauci. Mm. I, I, uh, I would love to, first of all, the, the Omicron uh, variant right. should be called uh, the Another Con variant. <laughs> and, and, and Because that's all it is, Another I Con. Concur. I don't believe it. I don't believe in it. And, it. and we and the rest of the world are now, whether anyone else realizes it or not, I'm telling you, to, we are under the control of the chi- communist chi- Chinese Communist Party. The, the world is now communist. Because when the Chinese Communist Party has the power to say, you're not going to call this the Qi variant, right. you're going to call it the another Khan variant, and the whole world, being led by America, goes right along with it and says, yes, sir, massive China, we're going to call it the, the Omicron variant because we're not going to call it the Qi variant. We don't want to insult Xi. We don't want to insult you. We don't want to make you angry. We don't, we don't want to upset you. We don't want to... Cause you to have to go to your space, safe space. (laughs) But I wish somebody would ask Fauci, if you are science and science is Fauci, then answer me this. Do you believe that a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man? Do you believe that a man can become pregnant? Do you believe that a woman can impregnate a man? Right. I got to that a man can give childbirth and and lactate and breastfeed. I'm going to pick up on that when we get back, Steve. I just got to run. I'm up against the clock here. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. (laughs) Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sorry. Burp. Uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Well, hell, it's going to be a puke fest tonight on ABC, and I, I guess i got to take one for the team and, and watch this piece of crap. But uh, it's the Alec Baldwin-George Stephanopoulos uh, interview. This will be the first in-depth interview that uh, Alec Baldwin has done since shooting that woman. Um and, you know, some thoughts, because we, we've seen some of the preview, and, you know, he's looking very teary-eyed. And uh, he says, I got the quote here, he says, first off, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull the trigger at them, never. Now let that sit in your noggin for a few minutes, because I'm going to circle back around to that, to quote Jen Saki crap. Says he has no idea. This is what we know so far. He says he has no idea how a live bullet got onto the set, and that he didn't pull the trigger. Uh, someone put a, a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Uh, and uh, like I said, he 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 said he he did not pull the trigger on that gun. I did not pull the trigger. Um, so I reached out to my, my new friend out in L.A. who's uh, who did this for a living and is still in the business. I'm not going to use his name anymore on the air because he's still active. And But, you know, he's kind of a go-to source for me. I can kind of ask him, you know, what do you think about that? And he's he's actually arming, uh, doing the armor as the – he's serving as the armor on a movie right now, actually. And uh, he's an assistant director and cinematographer, and he actually was an armor for over 20 years. So this, he, and he, he, I asked him, sent him a message last night, well, you've obviously seen the story. Is it possible this gun could have gone off without him pulling the trigger? 
And, you know, he prefaced it by saying, well, I'm not on the set, so, you know, this is all conjecture. But, you know, there's two kinds of weapons he would have been handed. If he was handed a weapon that had the, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't know gun tech, so, you know, you have to just roll with this. He said if it was a weapon that had the firing pin on the hammer, it's possible. And I believe by saying it's possible, the implication is it's, you know, when you say something's possible, it's like, well, yeah, that could have happened. If he, and he, they said, but, but if it, it was a weapon that had the firing, an internal firing pin, and I don't know if, if that's the difference between a pure prop gun or a replica and an actual I mean, they're all actual guns. They all fire bullets. Uh, but he said if it had a firing pin, uh, an internal firing pin, it is not likely that gun would have gone off without him pulling the trigger. Um, I, I think he's full of crap. I, I, you know, especially if you're dealing with, I mean, again, I'm not an expert on, uh, you know, weapons of this era. I've fired a couple myself, these kinds of revolvers, and, you know, they're not, to my mind, they're not exactly an easy pull on the trigger. The weapon wasn't dropped. He didn't, it didn't hit the floor and go off. It was in his hand when it went off. And uh, I also believe, well, in other words, I think Alec Baldwin's full of crap. I think he's... I think he's uh I think he's in complete cover your ass mode. I think there's a fair amount of ego that is kicking in here and that he's the great Alec Baldwin. Uh I don't know, Trey had mentioned, you know, is he setting up a legal defense here? Possibly, probably, yeah. Should he not say anything at all? Absolutely. <laughs> Should he shut up and not do any interviews? I mean, if I'm advising him, dude, what are you doing, man? Because I'm going to call it, this interview with Stephanopoulos is is going to be obnoxious, and he's going to come off fake. In other words, he probably thinks he's helping himself by doing this interview, and I, I Chris, I'm telling you, it's going to have the exact opposite effect. It's going to make him look like even a bigger a-hole. And then he's going to get more angry. And then he's going to get more angry that people aren't, you know, their hearts aren't breaking for him. And he's going to go shoot more people. He's going to go shoot more people. <laughs> I got Don Morgan laughing, too. Or he's, or, or he'll at least beat somebody up, you know what I mean? Because like, you know, he is a jerk. No, his thing is to call people up and leave threatening messages on their voice. Right. Phone. You're That's a selfish little pig. That's his thing. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I love you too, Dad. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me, Dad. I just, you know, this is such a bad move on so many different... You thought the roadside interview was a bad move for Alec Baldwin. Where he's, you know, bitching at his wife like, from right. the press. The thing that gets me about it all is the way they're making it out to be some highly produced drama. On TV, have you seen the promos for it? No, I haven't. It's, it's, it's Alex like... Alec Baldwin unscripted, <laughs> oh, and they on. have like these no. very dramatic lights. You know, they're kind no. of dim, and you know, like one side <laughs> of his face is dark. No, um, well, I believe he's already up for an Oscar for it. Is yeah, he right? God, is this yeah. Stephanopoulos going to get Best Supporting? Oh, I, I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah, it is pretty dramatic. Yeah, he's wearing black. Right. His eyes are all puffy as if he's been weeping constantly since this happened. Yeah. A strategically placed box of Kleenex to us. Oh, God. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Oh, he's obnoxious. Can't even see Stephanopoulos. He's <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Do you wonder how much he's getting paid for all that, though? Because you know that ABC offered him some money. You what, to. Baldwin? Yeah. You think he's getting paid for this? Oh, heck yeah. It Come wouldn't on. surprise me. It's always about money with these guys. Come on. I, I, I had him at gunpoint. <laughs> no, he did not. He had a gun to my head. <laughs> but if you look at the promo, yeah, they show him weeping several times. Yeah. He is, like, dimly lit. You know, he's half right. his face is in darkness. You know, as opposed oh, to God. a normal interview where they would be just in a room somewhere with a couple of cameras and... I know this thing was well thought out. Oh, produced, yes. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> I hate everything. Look, and they even set it up like a movie, like Alec Baldwin. And then they, 
It's George Stephanopoulos. Raw, deeply emotional. I'm reading what it's saying. Unscripted. Let's see. Let's wait for the title to go. Go ahead. You know, and uh, it's just exclusive. <laughs> Will he do an R. Kelly? <laughs> Will he do an R. Kelly? <laughs> Will he shoot George Stephanopoulos? Or leave him a threatening <sighs> Aim low. You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> he's a little guy. Or he, George, you're a selfish little pig. You lit up my bad side, you selfish little pig. That'll be if, if like if he gets a lot of criticism for that. That's where Baldwin will go next. Yep. I told them to light the right side of my face. They did. That selfish little pig didn't do it. I was set up. You know. T one zero five. He keeps this up. The next time Saturday Night Live calls for me to do an impersonation of somebody, I will get on my knees and impersonate George Stephanopoulos. I'll get on my freaking knees and I'll and I'll do my Stephanopoulos. You've never seen a Stephanopoulos like I could do Stephanopoulos. Okay, I've been at this a long time. I'm a professional actor. I didn't pull the trigger. You selfish little peg. <laughs> You're wondering, like, he and his wife are sitting around the uh, the, the, the kitchen table, you know, like, eating a, a dinner or something, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can you pass, uh, how do they say, <laughs> the salt? Here's your salt, you selfish little pig! I was going to use the salt, but I guess you better use it now. Excuse me, excuse me, you selfish little pig! Are you saying I'm salty enough? Is that what you're saying? No, how you say, I think you are being a, a little rude. <laughs> Just say the. I know you can talk, you selfish little pig. Just say it. You don't have to fake the accent at home. Here's your freaking salt. <laughs> Must be a joyful house. <laughs> you don't have. All to the fake kids the are up in their bedrooms crying. Her oh, <laughs> dad's famous, but her life suck. <laughs> it's time to go to bed, you selfish little pigs. I didn't pull the trigger. I'm sure I have a. Prop gun around here somewhere. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Let me try the next cold gun on you, you little bastards. <laughs> Don't do any interviews. I'll kick your ass. Halleck, I think you are being, I think you are being a little rude. Excuse me. That's got to be a joyful freaking house, you know what I mean? What a joyful freaking house that's got to be. The Baldwin house. All right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107.1. I've never actually done an Alec Baldwin imitation before. That was not too bad. Not too shabby. You're just going to scream a lot and rage with a slight New York accent. But we're talking about he claims he didn't pull the trigger on that gun. Here's Robert. How you doing, Robert? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Another day in showbiz, brother. What are you, what are you thinking? Well, I think Alec Baldwin might want to exercise his right to remain silent because every time he opens his mouth, he looks dumber and dumber. Yeah, he really should be quiet. Uh, <laughs> He's an ass. Yeah you, know, you know, yeah, you know, they claim that the revolver was from uh, the era of the setting of the movie, but more than likely it was probably a reproduction revolver. Right. And all modern, all modern revolvers have what they call a falling safety or a trigger-activated safety, so the hammer cannot accidentally strike the firing pin unless you have your finger on the trigger holding the plate up that connects the energy from the hammer to the firing pin. Well, that's so, what my buddy out in L.A. was saying, that it was more than likely an internal. It's like you're describing, what, what I guess, what they call an internal fire, firing pin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's a there's a, what they call a, a falling safety. So when you roll the hammer back on a revolver, since accidental discharges with a revolver are right. highly likely on early models. Right. When you roll the hammer back, there's a plate that is mechanically elevated up in wow. front of the firing pin. So when the hammer drops, that plate communicates the energy to the firing pin. But your finger has to be on the trigger to hold that plate up. Otherwise, when the hammer travels forward, the plate falls back down right. to prevent an accidental discharge. Yeah, I, I, I'm not buying it. I, I think he's full of crap. 
I mean, I, you know. Yeah. He didn't, uh, the trigger, his actual quote was, the trigger wasn't pulled, I didn't pull the trigger, and I think that's absolute bull crap. You know. I concur. Thank you for the call, man. The the other thing, let's look at it from this direction, too. (laughs) He's, to the best of my knowledge, he's never done a Western, has he? And the reason he's never done a Western is he's just not that guy. You know what I mean? It just it would seem odd to have when we first when the story first broke, we found out he was doing a Western, playing the gunslinger. Then we all have kind of the same reaction, like what? And he's an executive producer, so this was obviously a pet project of some kind. Do you know what I mean? He's not doing this because he's contractually obligated to do this. He's doing this because he wants to do this. And maybe show the world what a badass gunslinger type he could be in a Western. And it just feels like he just wanted, probably couldn't get any money for it because people were like you in a, in a Western. You know what I mean? I'm, this is complete conjecture. And so he's financing it himself. He's, he's trying to get her done as quickly as possible. He's probably got other obligations he signed up for. And I think it was just a bad set. Do I believe he didn't pull the trigger? No, of course I believe he pulled the trigger. I mean, come on, man. Now, we'll see, of course. We'll see. 210-599-5555. going to call me up and get on the phone before we break, or uh, before we, before when we come back. But, yeah, I can't imagine life with him is, is all that. It's is all that much fun, you know what I mean? Alec, how you say you are making the children cry? Is that my boy up there crying? Stop your crying, you little fairy. I'll come up there and kick your ass. Be happy. I'm your freaking dad. (laughs) It's got to be just a joyful house to live in, you know, when you're a kid. (laughs) Stop with the accent. We're home. We all know you're from freaking Long Island. You selfish little pig. All right, Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. <laughs> when was Dr. Fauci elected to office? At no time. Has he ever been elected to anything? I have not. I, he's not. certainly not in the current role. But... Is he a member of Congress? No. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. More cruise missiles there fired at uh, Dr. Fauci. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Six minutes after 10 on the Sean Show. I'm Sean. Taking your phone calls. 210 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I've been doing this crap for 11 years here, and I just screwed up the phone number. It's I got a condition. Uh, yeah, D- Dr. Fauci. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to Dr. Fauci and, and what a piece of crap he is. But, you know, a couple other things that I want to hit uh, before. First off, we have the Dobbs versus Jackson uh, abortion case uh, at the Supreme Court level. Opening arguments have begun. Um, this is, involves Mississippi's law that would ban uh, most abortions uh, at 15 weeks. Roe v. Wade set the standard uh, of up to the second or third trimester. And a lot of people are thinking that this is either, uh, you know, it for Ro- this could be it for Roe v. Wade, uh, this particular case. Uh, and so there's a lot of different things going back and forth, you know, where they're dealing with some of the issues of, you know, when do we consider uh, it to be a viable human that has its own set of rights apart from the mother? Um, I, I, you know, I tend to go with Brett Kavanaugh on this one in that I think it should just be the state's decision. A lot of people uh, are going crazy on the left because they have elevated abortion to uh, be an act of empowerment for women uh, I forget who the stinking senator was who said, uh, some chick who said, uh, if Roe v. Wade uh, is overturned, uh, democracy is over in America, and that's a bunch of crap. And, uh, you know, people are, uh, ex- they're, even, they're even discussing whether or not the Supreme Court should be involved in a case where you have such opposition on both sides, such passionate opposition on both sides, 
because in having such opposition on both sides, it's almost impossible to exclude the politics from it because supposedly they're supposed to be operating purely uh, on the constitutionality. That's what they do. They t- deal with matters of constitutionality. They're supposed to be beyond politics. We know that's not true with some of the justices, of course. Ginsburg was extremely uh, political. Sotomayor is extremely political. Um, but so, you know, there's there's many different levels to this thing. But again, Kavanaugh keeps coming back to the idea that, you know, really it should be a state's decision on how they want to regulate abortion. And that's where I am. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of where I am. Uh, I'm pretty anti-abortion right now. I don't identify as pro-life or pro-choice. Uh, I have my own reasons and thoughts for, for what I think about abortion. I think abortion uh, is not an empowering act for women. Most of the women I have known who have had an abortion, they were not empowered by it. Quite the opposite. Uh, I believe that it is an industry in this country that makes a lot of money. As I've said before, uh, it is cheaper and easier to get an abortion in the United States of America, especially in a crummy, poor neighborhood, uh, than it is to get antibiotics or, or flu medication. It truly is. Abortion is marketed towards poor women of color. Let's, I'm just going to say it. It's true. It's black and Hispanics. In, in lower-income neighborhoods, uh, the abortion industry markets itself to those people. It is not about any other choice but having an abortion. And so they don't want any restrictions on abortion because it is a huge industry in this country, um, uh, which is why they fight any and all restrictions on abortion. And they... Being the left, and they love to feel sanctimonious about themselves and arrogant, and we're actually, you know, this is about women's health. And so, despite it being a huge money-maker, money-making industry in this country, they want to elevate it to this crap about, we're fighting for women's rights, we're fighting for women's health. And that's a bunch of crap. When you walk into an abortion clinic, there's only one thing you want to do. They want you to do, and that's have an abortion. Uh, that's the, that's precisely the truth, man. And it's insidious and it's evil. Uh, so, you know, I, but I, I do believe it should be a state's thing. If the state of Texas wants to outright ban abortion, I think Texas should have the right to do that. If in California you want to allow for abortions up until the punk's 18 years of age, <laughs> if, if California and, and, uh, Washington state want to allow for abortion, unrestricted abortion, well, that's, you know, that's their right. This is how this country is supposed to operate. Okay, we're not a democracy. We are a representative republic. A constitutional representative republic, which means what? It means we're a bunch of little countries. <laughs> okay. Got to make sure you say that right. Uh, we're, a, we're, a, we're a tapestry of little nations. Each little nation in the republic has its own dynamics, its own population, its own culture, its own topography, practically, its own politics. And uh, if you don't like uh, excessive abortion restrictions, then you have the freedom to not live in a state that has excessive uh, restrictive uh, limitations on abortion. There are plenty of other states where you can go, and if Roe v. Wade, and this this is the other bit of fake news about the whole thing that you hear this constantly, that Roe v. Wade, overturning Roe v. Wade somehow bans abortion in America. It does not. It is merely the one case that the legality of abortion has hung upon for the past 50 years. And the standard of up until the third trimester. That's all it is. If Roe v. Wade were effectively overturned by this uh, this uh, Dobbs versus Jackson case, the, the next thing that would happen is it would go back to the states, which, frankly, is where it should be. So what do you think about them apples? 210-599-5555. To, but the, 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 I think of the great sin of the the left and the pro uh, choice movement is that first off they're not about any other choice but having abortion, and they have have, have developed a culture. First off, where that choice 
if you will, is the linchpin for all women's rights. Women have no rights whatsoever unless they can abort all the way up till the kid's about to pop out, which is bull crap. Uh, also, that they have hitched uh, the, the abortion to women's health. In ge- you don't go to a freaking abortion clinic for your general health needs. <laughs> Women have health care in America. There's, there, we have these things called hospitals. We have these things called medical clinics. Here in San Antonio, we have a freaking 24-hour medical clinic practically on every corner. You know what? This may shock you, but apparently women can go in there and get health care. <laughs> God, there's this idea. This idea that women just can't get any, Chris, they can't get any medical attention whatsoever unless they can go to an abortion clinic. I have really bad eczema. I'm a 40-year-old woman. If there's no abortion clinics, what am I going to do? Planned pimplehood. Planned pimplehood. <laughs> Mic drop. You always have the best lines, man. Planned p- pimplehood. <laughs> you got Morgan on that one. His, head, his bald head's turning red. I can always tell Morgan's laughing when I see that 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 bald head turning scarlet red, man. But you know what I mean. Uh, there's no abortion. Abortion's illegal. If Roe v. vote Roe v. Wade is overturned, how am I going to get health care? Go to a doctor. <laughs> Go to a hospital. Make an appointment. Go to an emergency clinic. You know, one of these clinics. These twenty-four hour docks and boxes. Dock in a box. You know, you got health care, baby. You got health care. Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's Charles. Charles, how you doing? I'm doing great. Give me about 30 seconds, and I'll just tell you what I think about abortion. Sure. Well, first of all, it, it, it's, a, uh, it's an issue. It's an issue versus it, – it, it's an issue uh, that has to do with basically Planned Parenthood trying to make money. Yeah. I've got a new idea for it. I've got an idea that, you know, well, you know, why don't they switch it? Instead of doing abortions, why don't they go after these jugheads and that are getting these women pregnant and give them vasectomies, become a vasectomy <laughs> clinic? No, 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 I'm serious. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally serious. And the reimbursement for that would be almost the same. And, you know, it could be mandated by the court saying, okay, look, you impregnated this young lady. You're not taking responsibility for a thing. You've got two choices. Either get in the military, support that child, or get a vasectomy. Mm. I know it sounds kind of ignorant, but that would solve a lot of problems, and I think uh, the abortion clinics would be fine with it because they're making money. And also, I'd like to tell women, uh, those women that you see protesting, you know, this is about women's empowerment, women's lift. Why are you letting men you know, do this to you, impregnate you, so you have to go get an invasive right. procedure. So, anyway, that's my comment. Good points. So. You know, I appreciate the call. I appreciate the call. And, you know, it, look, here's one of the things I'll tell you. Some of the most ardent supporters of abortion are women who, in fact, in my opinion, haven't had an abortion. Um, I think there are, you know, first off, there's a thousand different reasons why a woman would maybe consider choosing that. Um, the women, again, that I have known who have made that choice, it, it was something that haunted them for the rest of their lives. It did not empower them. It was no, I am woman, hear me roar, you know, all that crap. And the women that I am aware of for whom abortion is like, you know, birth control are soulless pieces of crap. <laughs> and we, we also have to remember that, yes, dudes are involved, right? Man has to be involved in this. Uh, but men don't really, it's, it's, you don't ever hear that side of things when you, when you start talking about, you know, abortion and all that stuff. So it's, it's a dicey little issue. 210-599-5555. I think we're going to be talking to Rudy J coming up next from ESPN. He does the morning show with Rob Thompson, uh, over there at the Sports Star. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. 
This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. 23 minutes after 10 on uh, the Sean Show, News Talk 550 KTSA. Rudy J. joins us. Yep, yep. From uh, ESPN, the morning show on the, on the Sports Star with Rob Thompson. 7 to 10 Monday through Friday. How are you? Lovely, man. Can't complain. <laughs> how, are, how are you? I'm all right. I'm on, a, better days. I'm on a broth diet right now. I can only drink broth and then some more broth. What, like chicken broth, beef broth? I can, I can only have broth, nothing in it, just broth. Just broth. Just this diverticulitis cramp. Are you starving? Just broth. Broth and water, water and broth. That sound exciting? Yeah. Are you starving? No. I don't know. Get You're it. not? It doesn't really bother I'm, I'm, I've gotten used to it. So when I have a bout like this, so I'm sorry I wasn't there yesterday, but. No, no, that's cool, man. Um, so Lizzo is making paintings with her butt. So who so who puts the paint on her butt so she can put it on the canvas? I I don't know. Or she sit in the paint. I based upon the pictures I've seen, I think she sits in the paint. Yeah, but she sits let, her big caboose there in the paint. Yeah, because I'm wondering how that happens. Like, does someone <laughs> paint her butt first, and then she starts scrubbing the canvas? Because the, the well, paint she with can't. Your butt. She can't really do it on a canvas either. And I'm being a jerk, but she's kind of, you know, she's got, she's a little hefty. So, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. she probably used like a, some kind of solid board. Like or, a, like a, yeah. an art board. But what is she painting? Have you seen a painting? Yeah. <laughs> is it just butt marks? What yeah. Is not butt marks. It's but butt marks. Is it just like, I don't know. It's butt marks, man. What she then you write? sits on what it. You... We, the only thing we were working is we, we don't want to know how she signs it. But, uh, she just sits her ass down on a canvas with paint on her butt, and she's probably going to make a million dollars. I over think it things. might be an NFT. What's that? She may make it into an NFT. What is that? A non-fun. What is it, Chris? Like non. Yeah. <laughs> that thing. She, you know, she's not going to make any money off it. You never know, man. This, she, people crazy will buy her. People yeah. will buy butt butt paintings from Lizzo. Yeah, her ACL set was insane i wasn't there but i've seen pictures oh yeah they love her well she i love she's got a great singing voice yeah i just some of the instagram stuff she goes a little overboard for me but right i know she's like advocating for the you know uh big boned women and like <laughs> hey we can be naked too like that's her whole that's cool that's so her she's whole naked, thing so yeah, she's, she's naked a lot yes she's naked a lot when i say naked not naked like thong Right, she got so some thong action yeah, going. Yeah, thong action, you know. Boing. She, yeah, she's a, she's like, hey, I'm me, and this is, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm painting with my butt and a thong. <laughs> a thong. That's just what she does. Chris, you think anybody would buy a painting by me? You know, with a, a butt painting, an ass painting from yes, me with they a thong would, for sure. No, I'd probably get fired. <laughs> there's a there's a Rhyme fan out there that will buy your pay, your butt painting. Yeah. Taking your calls. Anybody out there want a butt painting from your old weird Uncle Sean? Get Why on. you got to do the zany FM voice guy? Got to do it, man. Hey, who wants an ass painting from Sean? Someone will buy it. I promise. <laughs> Our ass painting line is open. Anyway, well, Rudy J. <laughs> thanks for stopping. This dude's by. crazy. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Feel better, brother. Thank I'll you, man. See you tomorrow. We'll Great. see you tomorrow, man. Uh, have a great day, dude. He's 7 to 10, Monday through Friday with Rob Thompson, the uh, morning show uh, on the Sports Star ESPN. <laughs> what are you shaking your head about now? Not that I'm thinking anybody's going to buy an ass picture from me. Yeah, you did. What do you, why? You, 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 st- you know, the minute the story brought itself to your attention, I don't know what you were looking for when you <laughs> discovered. I don't want to know. What you were looking for? I don't think I could pull it off because I don't really have an ass. So you know, it just look like a couple of straight lines. <laughs> it's like someone took a couple of hunks of raw bread dough, <laughs> yeah, like did a tube, <laughs> like from the tubes, <laughs> a couple of croissant rolls you know, from the Pillsbury tube. Throw them up I'll do a, I'll do a, I'll do a video <laughs> on it. Dennis wants Dennis Foley wants me to do more videos. I'll do a video of this. You know, yeah, I got the tubes awesome. out there. You know, you have to put the fork in the thing. And then you know, yeah, Pillsbury I'll, I'll put, I'll put Pillsbury prints. <laughs> I'll put paint on the dough rolls, and wow. then apply the dough rolls to my ass, and then I'll sit down on a canvas. Hey, Dennis, what do you think? So, yes, <laughs> I uh, provided some content for you. Provided some content for you. I did Take a couple a of paintings this. with my butt cheeks. Have fun editing this one. Greg thought it was funny. <laughs> well, you know, you can put a twist on it, and you can do ink blots while you're twerking. <laughs>
with Lizzo playing no, in the background. No, <laughs> she's my inspiration. Ink blots. Um, no, I, I just saw something in my mind that was so disturbing that but, I, I'm trying to push it out of my well, mind. What's even I more disturbing is that you actually thought that this was a money-making thing for you well, to try to accomplish. Well, not me. No one's going to buy an ass picture from no, me. No, no, no. I know yeah. what you were thinking. This could be a whole new enterprise right up there with your poetry books. <laughs> I'll make collection. more money off the damn poetry yeah. books, and I don't make any money off the damn poetry books. This would make a good cover. <laughs> you know. There's a cover for your next poetry book. You know, yeah. that's interesting. No, it's not. Yeah, I could do an ass painting for a cover. <laughs> At least when you do a book signing, you're going to have other requests. <laughs> Sean, I love the painting on the cover, but what's that thing in the middle? I have this ink pad. <laughs> An ink pad. They'll stop. It took me a while to get. I'll stop. An ink pad. It was a twister board. <laughs> twister board. I think we need to take a break. <laughs> right cheek red. I think we. <laughs> right I think we done talking red. about ass painting. <laughs> I think this segment's over. Thank God. Two one zero five nine nine fifty nine fifty nine. Call me up. We'll be right back on News Talk five fifty KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Very bizarre announcement from CNN concerning uh, Fredo Cuomo there. Where they've got, was it Anderson Cooper and Jeffrey Tubin? Jeffrey Tubin, who himself had some issues during the lockdown when everybody was Zooming it. Because apparently during one Zoom meeting, he was engaging in a certain kind of act of self-love. <laughs> what a jerk, yeah. Uh, that was Chris's line, by the way. He whispered in my ear. The guy is a jerk. Yeesh. I don't make you go blind there, Jeff. But, you know. I don't know where I don't know where you where you are with the Chris Cuomo thing. He's suspended now, right? He said, "I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry and embarrassed." He goes on his little uh, podcast thingy that he does there every day that three people listen to, and and but you know what? He never really owned up to it in his apology. He really didn't own up to it. He said, I understand why they have to do what they have to do. But Chris Cuomo, at no point did he say, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) I shouldn't have tried to find dirt on the accusers of my brother, using my official resources here at CNN. But, you know, with people like that who get caught in this crummy behavior, they, they never really do apologize. You know what I'm saying? Even freaking, uh, you know, uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo. I'm sorry that people took it the wrong way, me grabbing their ass. You know, I mean, I'm Italian. I'm affectionate. Sometimes I might grab your ass. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry that you took that the wrong way. Forget about it. Yeah, go, go, go get your shine box, dude. What a couple of jerks. Well, it's because they're not really sorry. They're sorry they got caught. Well, precisely. Because uh, very obviously Chris Cuomo didn't think he was doing anything wrong until he got caught, right? Why that guy is still on the air? This guy lied about having COVID, man. He lied about... Remember that old theater of him walking up from the cellar because he's been living in the cellar? I'm saving lives, you know, and he didn't even freaking have it, man. He should have been fired for that. So now everybody's like, is he going to be, is he going to be, is he going to be back? Is it indefinite? I don't know. I don't care. I don't watch CNN, but it is just kind of pathetic all the way around. Yeah, really, it's it, whether you're talking about Chris Cuomo and Cuomo Gate, or you're talking about George Stephanopoulos with with Alec, fat ass Alec Baldwin on tonight. You know, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, they're just pathetic at this point. Aren't they freaking pathetic? Just all the way around? 
And yeah, we were talking about the Alec Baldwin, uh, the promo for the Alec, promo video for the Alec Baldwin thing coming up tonight. And they've got really intense sounding music. The set is really dark and shadowy. Baldwin's half covered in shadow. I actually think he had some kind of injections into the bags into his eyes to make it look like he's been crying non, you know, incessantly since this happened. If you look, these bags under his eyes are huge, man. They look like coin purses. You keep you keep small change in the bags under his eyes, and they set it up like a Don Morgan's right. They set it up like a movie. Alec Baldwin, George Stephanopoulos, <laughs> unscripted. <laughs> Barf. These are some of the most arrogant people you will ever encounter in your life, uh, whether you encounter them actually or just seeing them on television. Television. Because, and I'll tell you why I, I say, and, and this is true of all of them, well, the three networks, uh, CNN, MSNB, Puke, I, I'm saying it of, of the whole shebang, okay? They think that you're so stupid that this crap works. They think you're so damn stupid that uh, this crap works. I guarantee you that the folks over at CNN are mystified as to why their ratings are in the toilet. <laughs> Chris, did you agree with that? MSNBC, is anybody watching that crap anymore? And I bet you the programmers and all the CEOs, uh, I bet you they're, and the, I bet you they're just mystified. They can't figure it out. Why they have no audience. And do you know why? Because if your product sucks and you're not honest and looking at the person in the mirror as to why your product sucks, guess what? Your product's going to continue to suck. You have to take an honest inventory of why you be sucking. <laughs> and that's the truth of it. Uh, where are we? Okay, here's uh, David. David, how you doing? Hey, thanks, Sean. Hey, Sean, I know you brought it up before, and Jack has brought it up, and your station real good about bringing stuff up. But there's three words, and you keep saying they're miserable, and they're, they're in the, you know, they're, they're, you know, these networks are in the, are in the tubes and stuff like, you know, down the tubes. Right. There's three words that really bother these people. Yeah, they're happy that, you know, that Biden got in there. There's three words that really, really bother these people, and that's Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Barrett. Oh yeah. You know they. When they lost that, man, they—they're not going to admit it, though. I, I, I can—I can just bet you that these people will not admit those three things I just named. And thank God for that. For the next at least thirty years, we're safe, man. Well, the fact that Trump, especially especially Trump, had it been a run-of-the-mill institution Republican president, it would have bothered them. But the fact that Trump not only got you know one on the bench, but got three. Exactly. It broke their minds. <laughs> beautiful, you know, and I, you know I can sleep at night. You know, we can sleep at night safely, knowing that those three people right there, those right, that keeps the country sane, man. Yeah, I agree, man. I appreciate the call, David. Thank you so much, brother. Rock on. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. So whatever you want to talk about, uh, whether you want to talk about abortion, or you want to talk about Dr. Fauci being a jackass, Alec Baldwin being a jackass, Lizzo painting with her butt, you know, whatever you want. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is interesting. I, you know, one thing I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, is how almost every media group now is producing original television shows and movies. Do you know what I mean? Like, like media outlets that never did that before are now putting out movies and TV shows. And I just saw something that's really interesting. Uh, from the Daily Wire, which is uh, Ben Shapiro's group, right? And they are 
producing a a movie from actually one of my favorite actor directors, guy named Vincent Gallo, and it's a thriller horror movie called Shut In, and it'll be the first original movie from conservative conservative media company, The Daily Wire. Wow. Um, I don't know if you know who Vincent Gallo is. Uh, one of my favorite movies. He, he's he's an art, kind of an art house guy. He hasn't done too many uh, big, you know, big movies. But one of my favorite movies is a movie called Buffalo '66. Chris, have you seen that? <laughs> and he wrote and directed that, and it's brilliant. I'm, I'm not going to explain what it is. I drive luxury cars. You know what a luxury car is? Can you say Cadillac? Can you say Cadillac? You know, I drive luxury. My cars shift themselves. That's where I get that from. My cars are luxury cars. They shift themselves. Vincent Gallo is a weirdo, but he does great movies. And he hasn't done anything in quite a while. So I'm looking forward to this. That's kind of cool. But it's just kind of, it's Ben Shapiro's company, man. KTSA, Alpha Media, we ought to put out our own movie. <laughs> I'll write it. Let's do a movie, man. Alpha, Alpha Media presents their first original film from poet and weirdo Sean Rima. I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> I didn't pull the trigger. Starring Alec Baldwin, because it's the only gig he can get. I, you know, that'd be fun, man. I'll, I'll make a movie with you. I know some folks. <laughs> I know a dude right here in town. You know him, too, there, uh, Chris, who could direct it. And uh, that'd be funny, man. So, yeah, I'm, it's kind of interesting to hear that Vincent, first of all, Vincent Gallo, who hasn't done a lot in, in recent years. Look him up. Uh, but if you've never seen Buffalo 66... It stars Vincent Gallo and uh, a young um, oh um, Christina, Ricci. Christina Ricci, and Mickey Rourke has a has a brief scene in the beginning. Ben Gazzara's in it. Come in, my little girl. Come in, Daddy's little girl. I mean, it's just a, it's a remember it's a, it's a hilarious movie. It's slow. It's not like a slam bang, thank you, ma'am, kind of a kind of a comedy. It's not you know it's, it's slow. It's it's a slow art house movie. But Vincent Gallo, I'm glad to see he's back writing and directing and acting, I guess, in it. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's just kind of interesting that Ben Shapiro's putting out movies now. That's like the thing. Well, why not? You know what it is, too, is that it's easy to do. It's so much easier. I'm not saying making a movie is easy, okay? But technologically, it's a lot easier now to film and edit a movie than it was when you were still working with film, you know what I mean, with celluloid. Yeah, you and I grew up watching movies that somebody had to actually sit there with a freaking razor blade and cut that crap together. And now you can do it all on a video, on, on the computer, and you, you can create mood, lighting, uh, you can edit the sound, you can do it all right there on a computer. And so I think a lot of these media groups have discovered that short-run television series and original program, original type film or movies by even controversial directors, they're much more much more likely to roll the dice on that now because production costs are just not what they used to be, especially if you're doing something that doesn't require a lot of special effects. So that's cool, man. Well, so Hallmark's been doing it for years. Hallmark's been doing it for years! And people love that crap, man. You got big time actors now who are like showing up at Hallmark movies. Ben heard your your plight. What's that? Ben heard your plight about Hallmark movies not liking them and needing a variety. Ben? Yeah, Shapiro. Ben heard that. Yeah, I'm sure because he listens. He does not listen to this. Ben, are you listening? I'll be in your next day of movie. <laughs> now, uh, you know, at the age of 54 and being fat and middle-aged, I uh and largely uh, in bad health. I don't know. I think the whole acting in movies has kind of passed me by. I think that train has left the station. Man. No, you're perfect for the curmudgeon. 
I could play a curmudgeon. The, I could play an a-hole. The angry bartender. The ar- angry bartender. No, you can't have any more drinks, you selfish little pig. I didn't pull the trigger. God, that'll be they'll talk about a performance. Oh God, that's going to be nauseating. Make sure you got some seltzer uh, really close in case you or some Sprite, you know, in case you get you got to vomit. You know, I wonder if they'll get any ratings on it though. I wonder if anybody cares enough to watch it. We'll see. What time's that plan? I wonder. Who cares? Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Rudy G from ESPN. Mr. Don Morgan and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.